0: We are back on this Friday with another season review of another player. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about Emil Bemstrom, the good, the bad, the in-between, and what his future could be as a Blue Jacket or coming up today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked on Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you news, stories, trials, tribulations, etc., etc., about your favorite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen or your first watch of the day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on youtube if you would like to absorb this podcast in a visual format you can see the art on my walls you can see my ever-changing number of hats etc um and if you are watching on youtube then uh hit like hit subscribe i appreciate you either way so like i said at the top of the show today we're going to be talking about emil bemstrom i'm going to continue my season reviews of uh literally every player who wore a blue jacket jersey this season we are we are getting through them um, I think we're almost done with the forwards. I think we've got about six forwards to go, and then we get to talk about the defensemen, and then we get to talk about goalies. So uh, that'll be that'll be exciting for me. I'm saving the best for last, obviously. Um, but yeah, today we're going to talk about Emil Bemstrom, who I tweeted so I tweeted out yesterday about how it was kind of a small sample size, and someone was like, "Well, he played 41 games," and I was like, "God damn, you're right. He did play 41 games." Um, it felt like it was much fewer than that, which I think is probably pretty telling of how I thought. Bemstrom season went. um So Emil Bemstrom is one of the guys that last season I sat down and talked to, um or last off season I sat down to talk to Jeff Sabota about. You know we've got all these young players. It feels like they need to take a step forward. Uh, and Emil Bemstrom was one of the guys that was mentioned. Uh, it was guys like Bemstrom, Texier, Robinson, uh, Stenland I think was was mentioned. Um all of these guys that needed to take a step forward um, uh, or one of them, at least one of them needed to take a step forward and then, you know, reevaluate from there. Um, and so, you know, we talked a little about Texier and how he took his kind of forward step before he got derailed by injury and whatnot. Bemstrom, I, I'm such a fan of Emil Bemstrom, genuinely. Um, I think he's, Got a phenomenal shot. I think if he's good, if he can figure it out in this league, I think he could be a very good middle six guy for the Blue Jackets. Um he can play centre, he tends not to. Uh I believe he's listed he's listed as a centre slash right wing. He can play centre. I don't know that I would play him at centre, even though, you know, we've tried everyone else at this point. So what harm would it give? Um and yeah, I just I I am a big I have big, big hopes for Bemstrom. Um, Unfortunately, he's kind of floating around. Um, So he made his NHL debut in 2019-2020, the the season that that got cancelled halfway through. Uh, 20 points in 56 games, not bad for a rookie season, honestly. Uh, 10 goals in 56 games, again, pretty good for a a rookie. Uh, He was previously, I believe, a fourth-round draft pick. Uh, Back in 2017. So again, he's only 22. He's still pretty young. But since then, he's played 20 games last season, had five points. Um, Then this season, he played 41 games, had 11 points, plus four games in Cleveland where he had two goals. Um, So the offense hasn't really been there, um, which is concerning, I think, because... I think that's such a big part of his game. You know, he is a he's got a wicked shot on him. Um he had a really weird start last season, I think. Um, where he didn't score a goal all season. And then I think in the last game of the season, he scored a hat trick. Or his last game of the season, I guess. Um, which sure, why not? Like it was just very, very bonkers. Um so we know he can do it. We know he can score goals, just for whatever reason. Whether it's how he's being utilised, whether it's... I feel like he also keeps getting derailed by injuries. That's the other thing. Um, he has missed a lot of time. He played a rookie season. He played all 56 games. I believe that's how many they played before it got shut down. Um, last season, he only played 20 games of the 52 or 54, I think, that were scheduled. And then this season, he only played 41 of 82. So he has yet to play a full 82-game season. Um, whether that's, again, because of being sent up and down in the lineup, whether that's being healthy scratched, whether that's being injured. Uh, He was injured for a significant portion of this season, but I think also uh, he was that significant portion of the season, I believe he was injured while he was down in Cleveland, actually. I don't know that he was injured while he was on the Blue Jackets roster, um, which is why he only played for... Games for the for the monsters, and then he got called up. and He, I think, he finished the season with the Blue Jackets because everyone was was broken. Um, so in a minute, we're going to talk a little bit more about how this season went, um, some ups, some downs, some things like that. But first, I've got to tell you about Bet Online because it's Game Five of the Stanley Cup Final tonight, and if you want to put some money on. Tampa Bay forcing a game six, or you want to put some money on Colorado, taking it home, then the place to do that is betonline.net. They are your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. you can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting, wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores, and they remain the best spot for all of your podcasts and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events, including uh, things like MMA, boxing, uh, even golf. I believe there's a big golf thing happening at the minute. If you want to put some money on that, then BetOnline.net is the place to go. So head to the website today. Once again, that's BetOnline.net. Or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline is where the game starts. So yeah, I I had big hopes for this season for Bemstrom. Um... Unfortunately, I do think he was partially a uh, casualty of roster makeup. I think um, a lot of guys came in this year. That um, I say a lot of guys. I mean, like Chidakov and Sillinger specifically. I think um, and Hoffman to an extent. I guess before he before he left, um, a lot of guys came in, and it was kind of on Bemstrom to take that step forward and prove that he could be on the roster full time. And I don't know that he did enough to do that. So again, spent a bunch of time down in, uh, down in Cleveland. In fact, I can probably find how much time he did spend down in Cleveland. Um, I don't know where that would be. Um, anyway, it's beside the point. Um, he, when he was on when he was playing, I thought he was fine. Um, I had one one response to the Twitter poll that was like, well, 41 games feels like enough of a sample size. He was getting PP1 time at the end with Line A out, uh, despite not earning it or producing during it, which I felt was a little unfair. Um, I thought, why not? Like, at that point in the in the season, the season's done. Um, I don't know that you have to earn PP1 time when everyone is dead. Like, of the, the beginning... Um, unit, I think they were down at least two, maybe three players by the end of the season for that PP1 unit. You know, you've got Nick Blankenberg with four games of NHL experience and Ken Johnson with about the same on PP1, so why not put Bemstrom there and see what you can get out of him? Um, I do think, yeah, he, I do think he underperformed this season. Um, I don't know how much of that was was down to him, but at the end of the day, 11 points in 41 games, six goals is... I don't know. It's just it's not its not good enough. And he was a guy that the Blue Jackets were looking to to take a step forward, like Texier did um, against... Um, Stenland was a guy that they were looking to to take a step forward. Foodie was a guy that they were looking to to take a step forward. None of these guys really delivered. Um, and the kicker is, Emil Bemstrom is an RFA now. So they've got a choice to make here. And that's, do they keep him do they trade his rights does he go back to sweden uh, we've seen that with dean kukan who uh was a ufa this offseason i believe he's gone back to uh, switzerland to uh to play there he doesn't want to be in the nhl anymore i guess um wants to wants to go home um so what do they what do they do with emil bemstrom um i assume what will happen is he'll get his qualifying offer and then play like a one-year contract and then we'll see you know it'll be kind of like a a show me contract type thing that uh, will they'll have to reevaluate next off season, which honestly is probably the best thing to do in a business sense, but it's very stressful for me a person who uh, is looking at how many contracts they have to do next season and uh, we'll see how we'll see how it goes. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be fine um. It might not be fine, but it, it's beyond... It, it's not worth stressing about right now. Uh, Emil Bemstrom is, uh, is currently blue jacket. I don't know that they will trade his rights. I don't know that he will play anywhere else unless it's a case where they don't send him his qualifying offer, he becomes a UFA and signs a two-way contract somewhere else um, and spends the rest of the time in the minors. I don't know... I don't know that Bemstrom is a full-time NHL player. Um and that fe- I like that again that feels unfair he's only 23 he's still developing. Um and the fact that you get a borderline NHL player out of a fourth round pick at all is um it's pretty impressive. I talked to uh I talked to scouting about this last week, I think. Um you know like what do you expect out of your depth picks and the answer is can they play can they play in the NHL? You know I'm not expecting Bemstrom to be a game changer at this point. Um, You know, I, I think he could be a very capable, I think he's a potential 20 goal scorer in this league, which I know is not a lot of goals, but it's not, it's very far from nothing. You know, if we could have one or two more 20 goal scorers on this team, I think that would be, you know, that would be a big boost for the Blue Jackets. And so that's kinda, kind of what I'm hoping for Bemstrom at the minute is I think he has it in him. To I mean, we saw he had 10 goals in 56 games in his rookie season and then has kind of been derailed since then. So, like, if he can be healthy all of next season, if he can maybe get a chance to stick with the team, I don't know that he will. Um, Just thinking about it in terms of, like, who's in and who's out. Obviously, Domi is not an issue anymore. Um, Blue Jackets currently have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, ten. They have 11 forwards signed plus... Patrick Liney, um, plus, and that, that I, mean, I will say that is including Brendan Gaunt, so that is including just a Danforth. Um, so that's 12 forwards, including Liney, plus um, Boon Jenner, Alexander Texier is uh, going to be coming off IR, and we've also got uh, Kirill Marchenko. Uh, and then, you know, you look at guys like Foodie, who's probably gonna be competing for a roster spot. Uh Trefik could compete for a roster spot. Kevin Stenland should be competing for a roster spot, but again, he's kind of up in the air about whether whether he'll even be re-signed. So we'll uh, we'll see. But my point is, it's kind of it's kind of crowded there. Um for for a wigger. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that he can play center. And I don't know that he is one of the top 12 forwards on this team, honestly. Um, I think he could be. If he comes into camp next season and just really blows everyone away, like, I wouldn't be surprised. But I also wouldn't be surprised if he comes into camp and gets sent straight down to the Monsters for whatever reason and told to, you know, keep working away there. Um, I'll be very surprised if he gets a one-way contract this season. Uh, I am fully expecting a... uh, the uh, Liam Foodie signed a contract extension a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it was the first year was two-way, the second year is one way. I could see Abel Bemstrom getting a, a contract like that. Um, for maybe about the same amount of money, actually. Um let's find out what is, is Foodie making. Yeah, Foodie's making about 750k next season and the season after. I could see Bemstrom making maybe a little more than that maybe closer to a million but I could also see him still making the two-way the two-way contract one year and then the one-way contract the next year um all in all like I don't know I I was really excited to see Benstrom take a step forward this season and he didn't do that um, oh I should do the the Twitter poll um this was this was a wild a wild Twitter poll um lots and lots of, of variation in this uh, Votes for A's, B's, C's, and D's. Um, I'm, again, curious as to who voted an A. I would not have given him an A. Um, You have 9% gave him an A, 30% gave him a B, 43% gave him a C, and 18% gave him a D. And, again, I think I'm inclined to agree with the majority here. I would love to kind of say, oh, well... He showed potential, and I'll give him a B because you know he only played half a season. and When he did play, he was noticeable. But I genuinely, I don't know how true that is. Of and you know, I hate to lie to the, I hate to lie to the listeners. Um, so yeah, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with the majority. I'm gonna give him a C, and uh, uh, I'm gonna write a little note that says needs improvement on his paper in in red pen. But yeah, he's he's a guy that could be a very good depth player for this team if he gets a chance, if the lineup works out that way. But right now, it just kind of feels a little bit like he might be trapped on the outside, looking in, kind of in the same position that Kevin Stenland is. I think both of those guys will have to have an absolutely monster offseason to come into this, come into training camp and demand a roster spot, or not even demand a roster spot, but like they're going to have to really, really wow, guys. During training camp otherwise I think most I think there might be either monster bound or 13th forward bound um you know your arguments may vary on which of those you would rather do but that's uh that's kind of how I feel about Mel Bobstrom I wish it was I wish it was better news because like I said I do like him a lot I like his game a lot I think he's got a lot of potential um I think partial partially his development was probably a little mismanaged by Tortorella um last season and maybe the season before that but at the end of the day at a certain point a player has to kind of take hold of things with both hands and say listen I'm gonna be here I'm gonna be in the NHL Uh, and I haven't seen that from Bemstrom yet maybe maybe he'll surprise us maybe next season he'll have a complete breakout year um I would like to I would like to see that I'm gonna be I'm gonna be rooting for him like I said I like Bemstrom um, it brings me no joy to be like, well, he struggled here, here, and here, and this is why he's going to be in the monsters next season, because it's, I don't know, I want my guys to succeed. So we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully this, uh, this time next year I'll be having a much happier conversation about Bemstrom uh, and how he was this season. But that's all I've got for today. Uh, tomorrow we are going to be doing a bonus episode. I'm going to be talking about Carson Meyer and how his season has gone uh, and take a quick look in on... Probably the, the Monsters as a whole, because he played a ton of time with the Monsters this season, and he was one of their best players, so we'll uh, we'll check in with the Monsters, things like that. Um, I bet Joe Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockdownbluejackets at gmail.com. And uh, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Locked on Blue Jackets continues to be free and available on all podcast platforms, and also on YouTube. And uh, if you, if you have, uh, you are never going to have to get behind a paywall. I completely lost the plot there. You are never going to have to get behind a paywall for a locked on product. So uh, why not? Why not check someone out? It doesn't even have to be me. Uh, we have a ton of great shows. Um, it probably should be me, but I will not be hurt if you go and check out the, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers or the Cleveland Browns or the Cleveland Browns, Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals, uh, Cleveland Guardians, man, I am really, I am really, uh, struggling with, with my Ohio based sports, but, uh, yeah, you should go check all of those guys out, uh, because they do great work, so, uh, Thanks for, thanks for listening to me. Thanks for making me your first listen of the day. Maybe go make one of those guys your second listen of the day. I will see you tomorrow for a chat about Carson Meyer. And until then, make sure you stay locked on.